Welcome to another episode of Real Dad Movement Podcast. The point and purpose of these episodes, as always, is to have a point and purpose towards helping you win the second half in life by building a path of becoming the best father, husband, man and member of your community that you can be. We do this with various ways of connecting. Life is connection. And as you hear these words spoken time and time again, know that the driving force of connection in life is energy. Which means that how you turn up as a father, as a husband, as a valued member of society, will always start and end with how you turn up as a man within yourself first. This is why it's my mission, my purpose, our mission, our purpose, through Real Dad Movement to inspire, motivate, educate and guide you into thoughts, feelings, actions and a change in your belief systems to rise up, cut the shit from your life and live and leave a real legacy. When dads win, everyone wins. And when you win, I win. Let's get moving forward, mate. Right here, right now. You know, I enjoy, I'd love to have a beer, but that's it now, you know, like, yeah, fuck, mm. there's too much to do, mate, you know, life's so full. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy. I feel like I'm looking at the real Ben Henry now. Yeah, I reckon you are, mate. Hey, fucking, uh, life's crazy, Al. Mm. And if it wasn't one of you, you fucking, you big, beautiful man, but we probably wouldn't be here, like, oh, I'd still be, i I don't think I would have done anything stupid, but mm. I wouldn't be in a real good place. Like, mm. I'd be still on drugs, I'd be still unhealthy. I'd probably be, you know, 10 or 15 kilos heavier again before I, when I started, you know, like, but now, like, we're, I think I'm at 102. I reckon I've put on about 10 kilos of muscle. Like, I've got a V. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A v. I've been jealous of me boys for years. My boys have both got fucking perfect Vs, though, you know. And <laughs> the genetics to... was there, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I take all the layers off and you can find it. It'll inspire a lot of men, you know. It's not just the drug side of things, Ben, like, but so many are, are using all, all different things to escape life. You do, mate, and you sedate. You sedate, and, you know, it's a good way, word that you use quite regularly. It's a sedation. And it doesn't matter if it's television, fucking technology, alcohol, drugs, fucking sex, whatever. You sedate yourself to get through life, mm. and and once you learn that you don't need sedation, and you can you can enjoy who you are, and you can enjoy being yourself. Like, and that's something I could never ever did, mate. Was enjoy fucking Ben Henry, and he's not a bad sort of fucking joker at the end of the day, you know. Like, yeah, <laughs> handsome devil too. Oh, he is, mate. He is actually. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I think we'll start on that note, mate. <laughs> um, this is for those listening to this or watching this. You know, I firstly want to, as I introduce our amazing guest today, Mr. Ben Henry, who is a member for life. I just want to really paint a bit of a picture of, I guess, the, the pride that I have in seeing this man transform his life completely because this podcast has been a long time coming, hasn't it, Ben? It has, mate. It has. Been, I think I, I hid from you for a while too, Al, on the, on the thing of just, you know, the vulnerability side of thing. I have been, you know, worried to let out the story, thinking I was, you know, the only sort of bloke that was going through the issues that I was going through, you know. And now you've owned that truth. It's actually the most empowering thing or one of the most empowering things I've ever seen, Ben. Like it's it's incredible, man. And, and those listening to this or watching this, strap yourselves in for what's going to be, I think, one of our best episodes ever, to be fair. Even if we go up to episode five thousand, uh, this is this is this is one that's close to my heart too, Ben. Because when you came on board, and it's not that things have ever been shaky or I've ever had a lack of belief in IDM, but there was something about our phone call, and we'll go before this. I'm already getting emotional. There was something about our phone call when I'd been rejected. When I say rejected, I'd had consultations, and guys had rejected themselves but i've been taking that what's wrong with me how, how come guys don't want to join rdm what i don't i don't get this this is I, I, this is changing people's lives it, it's so important why don't these guys what am i doing wrong what am, what am i and when we had a consult i was in uh my my soon-to-be second child lillian's bedroom in a sh- shitty little desk and having this conversation and on the phone 
and, and when we had this conversation, you actually inspired, I don't think I've ever shared this with you or anyone, to be fair, you instilled and inspired a hope inside of me. And not not because of the struggles or the pains that you had been through, because you said some of that, but not all of it. You didn't tell me at the time about some of the things that I'm sure we'll be able to share today. But the way that you spoke in saying, I feel like there's been a calling, Alan, I've been drawn to you, and this is something that is just, it's meant to be, and it's written in this. There was something very spiritual, Benny, about, and you know what, you meet people at different stages, stages and different phases of your life. Some stay, some move on. It's not that it's a bad thing, but you came into my life just as much as I came into yours at a stage where I never doubted RDM, but like all of us, mate, we have we have our moments and some moments can be long. And that was a long moment for me, man. Like I was under the pump. There was pressure in all areas of life. I had fucking no money. Like I'd put everything into RDM uh, with no return as well as my gym failing. So I still had that. And mate, what, what you, what, what you may think or feel that I've given you, which we'll go through for those listening to this, isn't a, this isn't a one hour tug session pulling each (laughs) other off, (laughs) but Honestly, mate, like for what, what you feel like I've given you, even though you might have felt like the volume's more than what I might have given you, I'm not sure. What you gave me was that that precision point right inside to go, you're doing the right thing, Al. Have a, have a fucking look at this bloke and the conversation you just had and what you're going to do to help him, help himself to change his life. And I thank you for that, man. I, I really do because there's been – and every member is important. It's why we have our membership numbers and they're seared in history. No number will ever be repeated. But this this was a – this is a really pivotal one for me, mate, which is why I guess I've I've been really looking forward to this for a long time as well. Um, so thank you first, Ben Henry, for answering the call. Alex, mate. Well, we nearly, we, you nearly bumped me too because I actually had lent my phone to someone who had had personal dramas that day when you actually initially called me and and you must have called when he was on the phone still and I'd missed your call and um, I ended up sending you a message that night to ask you to please forgive me and it was a fuck up, or, you know, it was, a, it was a mistake, excuse the language, <laughs> you know, and I... I'd shared my phone with a friend and um, and I thought, oh, I've lost a chance here. Like He said, if you don't answer the call when you ring, well, you miss out because you're not committed. And um, he's always committed, mate, you know. Like, I was looking for something. Honestly, I was looking for something to save me, Al, as we both know back then. And um, anyway, thank God you had a big heart and you you actually yeah you, you rang me back that night and you were in, in Lillian's room <laughs> and yeah mate it was unbelievable that it was meant to be and you say it was a spiritual thing that I thought I'd lost a chance and um, you proved to me that I hadn't so you must have been looking for people mate <laughs> mm. it's a uh... It's interesting how your intuition draws you into certain things because you're right, there's plenty of guys where I haven't given that second, not that second chance, but the energy hasn't been reciprocal. And when you reached out and sent me that message, I was like, let's let's see, there's, there's something here because he he obviously wants to connect. And um, for a lot of you guys listening or watching this, you know, we are going to dive back into everything. This is not only a recognition, recognition and appreciation for, for Benny, but it's absolutely going to inspire you men by sharing what he's been through, where he's come from, what happened before RDM and then what's happened since. And um, I guess I'd love to start with that, mate, and, and really p- peel the layers back in what's going to inspire thousands of men because what a fucking turnaround you've had, man. Like, it, it inspires me, mate, and I've seen a lot of things. Um, yeah, mate, well, well, where do we want me to start, mate? Like, we go back and I had a, I had mother, mother and father who, who both loved me, you know, there's no worries there. A pretty good upbringing. It was pretty rough, but it was a good upbringing. They did the best that they could do, and I respect them for that. Um, I still throw little little sticks at them now and say, "This is because of you," especially with some of the past things that have happened. Um, yeah, went to school, played a lot of lot of footy, cricket. Could have done so much better if I hadn't have. Ah, oh, I suppose I never really wanted to do things, mate, because I only ever did things because my brother did it. I drank beer because Big Ken drank beer, you know, like then I started taking drugs because someone else took drugs and that had a flow on effect and um, sort of destroyed my life 
probably from late teens, I'd say alcohol and drugs. Lived a normal life. I was married at 22 and had two beautiful boys, Liam and Joy, um, who have just, just built their first house together, mate. They bugger the girls, bugger the, you know, bugger everything else. They surf, work, and they've just built a house. So good luck to them. Um, and so I might be emotional too because I, I miss them. Because since we've moved up here, it's been it's pretty tough. I can't get back. Yeah. So besides that, yeah, had them young. Alcohol and drugs ruined the marriage. And uh, I'm not saying it's regret, but it's probably one of the if I had do have a regret was stuffing everything up there, you know, in that relationship, not being able to be a dad to my kids on an everyday basis, you know. Um, and then after that, I just went into a spiral. I, I um, continued to live. And not a lot of people knew that I had a drug a drug habit and drug problem. I sort of kept that quiet, but it was a daily a daily thing. And um, I continued on, mate, like 10 years is a blur, you know, and it's so sad that I've, I lost that. And the only thing that kept me true was, was my boys, you know, and like whenever I had them, I'd, straighten myself up and would, you know, always have fun and always get to the beach or get out in the bush fall driving or doing doing some fun things. And um, if it wasn't for those boys, I wouldn't be here today. Like I would have taken the easy road out. And um, so hopefully they don't listen to this to little buggers because don't give them too much of a feather in their cap because they, they've kept me true and they've kept me here, mate, and the relationship that I've grown with them since, since RDM man they're like they're my sons and I'm their father you know and, and it feels good to have that relationship we're great mates but there's there's still that line mm. okay so yeah so then we got to RDM mate I was I'd been I'd had a couple of relationships that had been terrible um I moved up to live with my brother out in the country for a bit just to go and get some clear space and I think it was about that stage that I'd come clear with you and let you know that I'd just been, I think I told you when I'd been off the drugs for about a month and um, told you you could let me go because I didn't think you'd want that shit in your, in your group. <laughs> and um, I needed to get into the group, Al. I needed something to be accountable to. And once I became accountable to the group, well, then I... I needed to get, I knew to get off the drugs and and this in, get out of the situations I was in. I needed, I needed to get myself healthy. I needed to get myself fit. So I I joined and I think I think it was the October or November that I joined in 2019. And um come Christmas time, I'm thinking, fuck, I just wasted a bit of money here. Even though you even though you allowed me to, you know. Help me out, but let, let me pay it off. I'd given you a bit of money. I'm thinking, fuck, I've done me dough. I haven't even interacted with this group and I haven't given it a chance. And I thought, it's just a story of my life. You know, I've, I wanted it so bad, but then fuck, Drew didn't move in and help me. Al, Al's not moving to Melbourne to help me. I'm in strife here. <laughs> anyway, I freshened my head up, even though I was still. Still sedated and um, decided that we went to the thousand steps, and that was my that was my turning point that day. Was to interact with the group, and I think it was getting the the face to face contact with you blokes and seeing that you were real and you cared and actually gave a shit. But you also very loudly reiterated that you couldn't come and save me. And that was a hard pill to swallow because I was hoping someone could come and save me, mate, because that's what that was where I was at mentally. And um you wouldn't, mate. You wouldn't leave green for me. <laughs> I'll tell you what, mate, I had the bags packed a few times and the car started. <laughs> it was when she found a uh, little wallet sized photo of Ben Henry next to it was <laughs> it was just that and Stella and Lillian. She was only young. Like, where's what's going on here? That's not there. <laughs> um, no. you know what? I, I remember the thousand steps, Benny, and um, 
you struggled to go up 1,000 steps, which we both know right now is fuck all, like you would sprint up that. But you know what I saw that day, apart from you stopping multiple times and cramping and kicking back and, and looking, and there was some – I don't think there was shame by any means, but I think there was disappointment probably. But what I saw in your eyes was a look of realisation. I, I saw a look in your eyes, but it was a really interesting one because it was, it was a realisation which I had faith where it was going to go, but it was either going to one way or the other. The fucking lion, the king of the jungle, was going to come out and go, okay, it's time now. It's time to put the throne back on or to sit on the throne and put the put the crown back on <clears throat> or go the other way and fall apart. And I didn't believe that was an opportunity or a possibility. Even though I told you we can't save you, we won't save you. It's it's fascinating how, oh, man, every part of me fucking wanted to, Ben. But I can't, But we, we know no one wins there, right? We, no, we just, no. It's just it, it, it's life. But I guess just before that, mate, we can absolutely dive into some things because, uh, moving forward from that point because that was a pivotal moment. I think for both of us, because that really reinforced um, my position, not so much on how important I am, but how important all of you are to each other. The tribe is so powerful, man. Like it's it's the biggest oh. energy source. It It is the biggest source of energy inside of this movement and the message and the meaning behind it. It's not how well Al can speak and his ads and, and bloody, you know, landing pages or, or technology. It's... it's it's real men all over the country. But what led to you being in the position that you're in before you came on board? Like, was it a, it seems like there was almost a passive version or a peer pressure or was it, was it a lack of an unknown identity or going with the flow or doing what others wanted? Like what, what led to you being so deep inside that man through even manhood Mate, and fatherhood? I, I'd led the drugs to take over my life and which I had no self-respect. Even though I was a member of the community, I went to work every day. I still ate meals. I was not your normal drug addict, but I was, I don't like to say drug addict because I was a drug user because I'm not a drug addict now. You can put drugs in front of me, mate, and I could sit there and look at them all day and it wouldn't bother me. Whereas a drug addict would have to have them. Um, I think the, what led me there was, the hurt that I'd caused myself in my marriage and um, and not being able to, say, be, my, be a father, to, a full-time father to my kids, um, that sort of broke me. I broke my own heart when I stuffed up. And, um, and then I suppose I just didn't care. There was no care for me. Um, and then I'd seen a few of your ads. And then my brother, who him and I had, had several fallings out in life, he he shot me a, a link and he said, "Have a look at this bloke." He said, "He sounds he sounds like he's all right." And I had a look at another look and looked at your link and everything you were saying was everything that I needed. Al, I needed to lose a few kilos. I needed to get a better mindset to get me out of that hole where I was. Now, where I was, not a good place, mate. I attempted suicide twice, Al, um, which I know it's a place that I'll never go back to again. Um, sorry, mate, just a bit. It's a hard place to be. Um, but yeah, man. you can, you can. There was, it would have been too easy. Way too easy. And and staying here and dealing with demons that I had inside was the hard one. And yeah. And I needed someone to give me the fight to save myself. And you've given you've done that. Like you gave me the fight, Al. Because you believed in me. You didn't even fucking, you know, you didn't know me, but you believed in me. Yeah. It's amazing how someone else's reassurance of you can can help move you along so sorry mate, i just lost my way a bit there um yeah mate it's a gift and a curse ben you know i think i got it from my mum because i've been burnt so many times with it but i can't become a jaded man in life i i truly see like i said before this this is the you know i'm looking at the real ben henry but but i don't know mate you know it's not that i'm a clairvoyant i do have great intuition but my mum's a clairvoyant but i absolutely see you for who you can become and it doesn't mean that you're not enough now you're exactly where you need to be right now to make a realization to go from point a to point b and you know mate sometimes we need someone else to show us what we can't show ourselves 
I've needed that too, man. And it's hard, isn't it? Because we don't go looking for trauma. And when I was living in my gym in 2017 for a period of time and I'd completely fucked everything inside of my life, my business, my body, um, not being the father I should have been either to, to Stella, is like, man, you know, we don't go looking for those things, Ben, but sometimes we just look around and we're like, how the fuck did I end up here? How yeah. did I? And look, some guys might not have stories as deep as that, but they might have chronically uh, decreased their life 5% every year to the point where they're just 55 and it's like, just fallen in a heap. You don't yeah. know. I mean, there are plenty of broken men and they can't rebuild in their 50s. It, it's incredibly fucking hard, but I get it, man. Like, we don't go looking for trauma. Sometimes it is those points that that help us actually turn around and we, we, we bounce like, like what you did. And it was a bit, bit shaky, like the plane taking off for our first portion of the journey. But yeah, man, we, we're in this together because like I always say, I, I needed Ben Henry to win for, for me to be true. So I wasn't a liar as well. If you know yeah, what I mean, in I terms of who I knew, who I knew you could become. Yeah. Fuck, who can I become? Mm. That's the gift, isn't it? Who, who can I become? Al? <laughs> <laughs> You got a little fucking hey. crystal ball there or what? <laughs> oh, mate, that, that's the gift, man. People write themselves off. You've got no right doing that before that's the right. fact. And the fact the fact is your last breath. So, right. yeah, man, that we've already spoke about big things. Yeah, we have, and, and why, why can't they? Of course they can. They can. The RDM Ranch. Yeah, well. The, care yeah. the caretaker on the RDM Ranch. <laughs> 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 but, no, but, no, it's it's, it's true, mate. You are... Uh, you continually surprise yourself, but over time you don't become surprised because you see it as a natural transcendence in life, and that's that's very impressive to see, mate. Yeah, and it's, it is. It's a good feeling too, mate. Like with training and like here I am at 45. Mate, I, I used to hate running when I was 16, 17 when I was fit and haven't done it since then, and here I am now running three and a half Ks in 20 minutes, you know, like feeling great and doing it four times a week, training two or three times a week as well getting fit and healthy enjoying life like i never thought i'd enjoy life i used to think enjoying life was smoking a crack pipe get drinking cans and i do not have any association with any of those people because none of them were ever friends you know they were just acquaintances who you thought were friends and just they'd rob you and steal from you as quick as look at you yeah but i've i've i've, I've I've earned and created some friendships in this group, mate, that I'll, I'll take to my grave. Like, even if, you know, if RDM was to stop tomorrow, like, I'd still be friends with these people. But I don't think these people that I'm talking about and myself now would allow that to happen anyway. RDM's going nowhere. HPF now. So we've got places to... <laughs> well, RDM's our big our big global movement, mate. HPF is a program we continually upgrade. I love having you in there because a lot of your feedback, your insights has helped us evolve this to make it so specific so you guys continually perform. I mean, have a look at how you, you are an athlete, mate. You know, Yes, we've got Aaron Apps and all that sort of stuff, but Ben Henry is an athlete, man. You're talking about your training and then you post some videos when you when you were doing your sessions before, hitting the bag and other, other moving parts that, that, like you said, make it a part of your life now, your lifestyle. and um, it, it's interesting though, mate. I'm curious what, because it can come in many different forms and shapes. Like right? the lack of self-respect. Why do you think a lot of fathers tend to go down that road as they get older, through their 30s and 40s? Is it the business of of life and all the all the plates they they carry, or why do you think? And sometimes I don't realise that. Hey, like if I looked at a man down the street who who wasn't happy, but I said you don't love yourself, a lot of them might be like, I don't know what you're talking about, but that's. That's what I see is the universal flaw, Benny. That so many men don't actually give to themselves first, so so they can give to others. It's a massive problem, mate. And it is. I think it's just the noise of life. Out, the noise of life takes over, and, and you forget to you forget to sit down and, and and remind yourself that you've done ten good things today. And those mm. getting out of bed in the morning and giving yourself a good a good substantial feed in the morning and a good drink of water to to hydrate yourself, that's a win, you know, because you've got to get out of bed and you've got to get up and you've got to feed yourself, you know, and so many people don't, as you say, don't give themselves any credit. And with the whirlwind of life, you try and you try and give to everyone else. You try and do 
things for people that you wonder. You wonder if you ever get anything back for the things you do, and quite often you won't. But if you're expecting things back, that's when you start to lose self-respect. Mm. If you get up and do something and you expect something back, you then resent that person. And by resenting someone, I feel, you you, you start to grow. You lose self-respect by resenting somebody else because you, you can't choose what they think and what they choose to do. So that 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 creates such a huge huge spiral down for so many men because they, they try and do so much. Mm. They try and do everything for their for their other halves. They try and do everything for their children. And it, they don't do anything for themselves. You know, like when yeah. I first started doing all this, Alice, I started, fuck, I am being a bit selfish. But hang on, no, I'm not. Because I'm only spending half an hour on myself. I'm giving four or five hours to the others around me. Mm. So how can that be selfish? And if you look at it in those ways, like you, a little bit of time for yourself creates a massive window of how how you, you you turn out to be because you respect yourself and appreciate yourself. You know, I look yeah. at every day and fuck, I give myself a thumbs up, Al. I used to look in the mirror like you used to look in the mirror, mate, and, and spit on the thing because I was disgusted at the person I was, you know, and clouded, clouded because I just think, what are you doing mm. here, you know? And now, as I say, look now, now and see a bloke I like to look at. Not as good looking as you, but I like to look at myself still. <laughs> well, it's funny you mention that. I've got a picture of you on my mirror in my bathroom, and I give your thumbs up as well, mate. So you're, getting two <laughs> thumb, you're getting two thumbs up every morning, Ben, you bastard. <laughs> well earned. Well earned, by the way. <laughs> um, what you said then is so true, though, man. We, we do hidden deals under the table because we don't actually reinforce a love for self first going. We actually don't. It's not I don't need you to justify who I am. It's not like that. It's not a defense mechanism for the war, but it's just going, I want to appreciate me and spend time on me. It's that formula I did the other day with Ken. If you've got a couple of hours even to yourself every day and you're 40, you've only got five years left of actually time for you one-to-one. When you yeah. break that down, a couple of hours a day, 1,000 hours a year, okay, convert that into 40 years, bring it back into days, 1,800, bring that back into years, five years. So you guys listening to this all 40 years of age, we went through this with Ken on Tuesday, uh, you've got five years left of just your life for you. <laughs> and that's assuming you live to be 82. But Amesbury, one of our members, this is a breakthrough we had when we're talking about what you said then. And I've got it here. People pleasing. What we often think it means, 50% kindness to others, 50% close relationships. What it really means, self-abandonment, emotional and mental fatigue, unequal relationships and keeping yourself small. That's yeah, what yeah. it is. Fucking people-pleasing, man. The, the, the whole nice guys finish last is completely wrong. Like we are nice guys, right? But you don't have the frame and steel to go, this is why I'm what's important for me, what I'm going to do for my life without the connotation of society and other people pushing on us that we're selfish. Um, when you have that, mate, that's that's when you're really building truth and relationships and depth, first and foremost, with yourself. I totally agree with what you're saying there, mate. Yeah. Well, mate, just before I got on here today, I had a job interview. Um, and um, I know I stood, stood there and spoke to this bloke. He was a lovely fella. He actually came to see me because he's, he's chased me for a couple of weeks trying to get me to go and work with him. And... Um, I stood there and said, well, listen here, mate, this is this is what I'm worth. I've never, ever said those words. This is what I'm worth and this is what I deserve. And he, he was a bit shocked and he goes, I'm taking my hat off to you. He goes, you're not asking. He said, you're telling me, you're telling me what you deserve. I said, I'm not trying to show, but I'm not better than you. I'm not better than anyone else, but this is just... That's what I deserve, mate. I've been doing it for this many years. If you want me, that's what's going to cost you. you know, I'm not asking for a million dollars. And this, just that ding before, he just sent me an email, a letter of offer, and I think there's everything on there that <laughs> that, that, I, that I that I want. So once you get a bit of self respect, mate, you, you do you go a long way by getting the, what you are worth. And if 
if you're not worth anything, you might as well be back where I was two years ago. It's incredible, man. And it's it really is that whole, you know, people talk about law of attraction. It's actually you you creating. We're, we're creators, Ben. Like you are creating and manifesting your reality, which may not have been four months ago, hey, I'm going to do this on this day and get this job. It's, it doesn't work that way. This is who I turn up as, and this is the energy I'm going to express right now, which creates the opportunity, man. People, feel, And that's hard because you can't see it at times. But when it presents, you're prepared because that's, that's who right. you are. And you've got it. You've got to just, my saying, mate, you know, you've just got to turn up every day, be consistent, be yourself, do what you say you're going to do, and you, you that's a pretty easy fucking formula to get success. Like as I say, you look where I've come from in the last 12 months, mate, you know, and the relationship I've grown now with Sam, moved to Queensland. Man, oh, man, I thought I was going to be single. I'd resign myself to living in my auntie's house there where I was on the farm for the rest of my life <laughs> and being a bachelor, you know. But fuck with now. I'm on the Gold Coast. I should have put my white sunnies on. I've got the white sunnies for the Gold Coast. <laughs> you know, I'm looking after myself. I've got a tan. I've got a good shape. You know, I'm feeling great. Now, nothing can stop me. So watch this space, mm. you know. And I, I want to, you know, move on in time once I create space, mate. You know, you create space for so many things, but then you always you find time for a bit more space. So I'm at that time now. I just need to find a bit more space. So I start investing a bit more in myself to get to where I want to go next, you know, and that is to get in, you know, getting in doing a bit of mindset coaching and, and helping out some other blokes and just being an ear, a mentor for other dads who think that there's no other opportunity or there's no other avenue to go because, fuck, man, there's a whole world out there. Mm. You're going to take the blinkers off. And stop doubting yourself. Because mm. self-doubt is, is another massive killer in men, mate. Yeah. It's hard, isn't it? That, that little voice inside, you know, and we, we all have him, but he, it's, it's like he's on a microphone screaming for, for for the best of us, let alone the rest of us at times when we don't have a support group, the right coaching environment, accountability, the right runs on the board. You know, the reason why you've got a level of certainty now, Ben, is because it's action you've fucking taken, mate. It's not just an illusion of, yeah, I'm this, this, and that, but it doesn't marry up with the outside world. You're living proof of actions that have been backed with with certainty and control of life again because you're heading in the right direction. And um, like you said before, not like if you can't love or respect yourself, how could you expect any, anyone else to at, at the level that's going to bring homeostasis and fulfillment to who you are as a father, as a man, uh, as a member of the community or society or as, or as a husband for guys or a partner? How can it work? Because they see that. They, they can feel that. Like they could they could feel. Like if I'm moping around the house or doing something that is just bringing me into a shell of a, a man inside of myself, my children might respond to that. They wouldn't like that at all. They'd care first and then there'd be a bit of nurturing. They'd be like, ooh. You see it in animals' environments, mate, you know, whether it's packs or different things. It's there, There's an isolation. This is not a wholesome environment of energy that's going to move the rest of us forward. 100%, mate. 100%. And yeah, I like the way you put that actually, because you do like success breeds success. And and if you go on the other way and uh, shit people breed shit people, products of environment, mate, you know, and you say like kids, if you're walking around moping around, you look around in three days time, your kid will be walking around mo mocking you moping around. You think, what's fucking wrong with them? Well, what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, they follow so much, man. Like when I train in the gym, uh, little Roman, he just wants to push the barbell and tries to pick up the little plate because I pick up the big plate and just do like some shoulder stuff and mobility and he picks up the little plate and starts throwing it. I'm like, man, this guy is just like he's banging on the door wanting to come out when he hears the music going or hears the plates hitting the ground and it's just – and the girls come out too. It's not just him. It's just so so funny. They've got their little dumbbells and you're right, mate, Mon monkey see, monkey do and – it becomes a chronic seed that's planted. It doesn't need to be, mate, because different triggers create stories inside of our life that we make truths when they never were in the first place. And you didn't even plant that. It was planted inside for you, but you accepted it. People, places, and things, right? Like you said, your environment, drugs, technology, TV, sedation, distraction, other people who are toxic, they want to bring you down to their level so they feel better about themselves. 
There's so Crazy, many, man. There's so many of those people in this world that that are prepared to do that to people. And if you're a bit vulnerable, and like I, I was, mate, you know, I was vulnerable because I I was in the situation I was in. I, you know, so sometimes there I, I needed a job and you know take any job that was there. So you'd be working for people, and they they knew you fucking needed the job. So they would they would belittle you. They'd make you feel worthless. And and you look back now and you go. That's why they've gone bankrupt. That's why they've gone broke because the the universe has got them for me. Because they're nasty people and they're, they're everywhere if you allow them. And I'm not prepared to allow people to do that to me anymore. Because you know, you've grown that worth. It is look, there are times when situations get put right in front of our face, Benny. But honestly, like I said, this has been a phenomenal year, and you know, I feel blessed to be able to still serve and help fathers given the conditions. But a lot of the times. Um, it's not that I don't believe or accept the conditions, but I refuse to allow it the energy and time so many people give it. Now, I get that certain areas, people are right under the pump with you know, what's being pushed, whether it's um, mainstream media, government, all that sort of stuff. But for me, yeah, I do feel blessed in that respect and, and majority of what we do is online. But fuck, mate, I want to be up there doing events with you. I want to be down in Victoria. So I haven't been able to travel. I wanted to do our first trip in WA because the Oscar has been pushed back to January. Like, it's it's been affecting loss. I want to run four events a year, you know, not just a, a, a big haymaker. How about we have good catch-ups in each state? So, yes, of course it's affected me. But I, like you said, if you don't expose yourself to the environment mentally, emotionally, and physically to different ones, technology is one prime example of lots of environments, lots of exposure with different agendas that don't have your best interest at heart. If you don't do that, you can focus on the most important things in your life and, and yourself. If you do do that, you get lost in the whirlwind of life. You don't even know who you are anymore. You get told who you are or who you should be. 100%, mate. 100%. So that's one of the biggest things I've got rid of too, mate. Is, is I've still got it. I haven't got rid of it completely. But Facebook, probably look at it once a week. Um, and that'd be that'd be generous. The only really thing that I dive into now is our, our workplace. You know, and the darn thing, I've, I've had to turn notifications down like, because... The thing goes ding, 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 24-7 on that group of ours. But that isn't the right environment to be in. If I wasn't in that environment, you know, there's the environment of support and love, mate, that we've got here. It's unbelievable. And to say that word love, you know, to blokes, my oh, mate, you know, I've said to you several times, you know, I love you because, you know, what you do, who you are, not just because, you know, you're the leader of the tribe, but because you're, we, I resonate very much with you, mate. You know, you've had some trauma in your life that, you know, even though I'm, I'm much older than you, you, you bounce from much quicker than me. <laughs> you know, you much more resilient a lot earlier than I was, you know, because, you know, I had a lot of trauma myself, mate, but you know, I thought you were drinking Jim Beam then for a second, mate. <laughs> no. <laughs> I might have thought it's time to celebrate. We haven't, we've been meaning this podcast for a while. So <laughs> in your honor, I'll send one back. Mate, I haven't had a drink. Um, I haven't had a drink for a while, actually. For even years. Maybe maybe a little bit of a cider that Corinne might have had, but, but yeah, it's uh it's 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 hard, isn't it? The trauma that, that we face. I I feel a lot of the resilience that I've come of late to be able to continually show with new challenges. In looking after the tribe in family, three young kids, all that sort of stuff. Um, I went through a lot of trauma earlier in life, but that resilience, it, it gets shown through, like you said, the energy of the group, the tribe. It's its how you keep turning up, man. I, I do. And, and again, the tribe isn't here to save you or even me, but it just keeps showing you. Keep turning up. Yeah, keep turning up. The um, wristbands, although mine's, well, I just trained, so I'm not have, don't have mine on, but I wear it every day. Yeah, man, like it, it's gold. You know, it really is. I'll, I'll take it off, mate, so you can see I wear it. Look at the tan. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, the old, the old wrist tan. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it, it's fascinating when you expose yourself to those sorts of environments. They 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 do lift you and and keep you on on a good path, mate. It's the right environment. Yeah, I never used to think anything about that, you know. But I look at the environment that I kept, and that was where I was, mate. You know, and. I don't begrudge anyone for doing drugs or anyone for drinking or smoking or doing any of those things that I used to do because everyone's got a story and everyone's got a reason for doing what they're doing. Now, if, if it wasn't, it's not a good thing to say, but if it wasn't for drugs, Al, I probably wouldn't have got here 
because the little voice probably would have beaten me in, in those times that I was at, at, at a low point, but the drugs allowed everything to be numb, mm. you know, and that environment kept me going until I found where I needed to go. You know, I'm not, not singing hallelujah or praise the Lord, you know, we don't hold hands and sing kumbaya, even though I know you want to. Um, <laughs> and it, it, it just oh. genuine, mate. Yeah. Genuine men just getting together and just, you know, we catch up up here. We've, you know, been blessed to be up in Queensland, mate. We, we can get out and do things. And I'm blessed I've got Maddie and and and, uh, and Adrian mainly. Like, they're, they're the boys that go get us up here. Like, they're organising everything for us and we're getting out and about. I said, I said oh, fucking no point in me organising anything so I don't know where anything is up here. <laughs> but you get that, the right environment. It's just, oh, let's say the tribe that we've got, if anyone yeah, that's listening to this, they need to just have a look at the tribe for a day and, and just see the support that you get. With no bullshit, mate, you you could turn convicted criminals, I reckon, Alan, yeah? <laughs> it's, it's too hard to market, man. Like, I can't keep up with the screenshots. Like, I do t- I do take them. Like, I take screenshots, and um, for different privacy reasons, I remove last names, but I get a shitload of screenshots every day, man. Like, even in the Rise to Win, Warcry, first thing in the morning. <laughs> you, you know, so it's uh, – I will build something. I mean, I've started to try and show some behind-the-scenes stuff, but you're right, mate, it's very valuable, but – I guess moving into that note, like a bit of a slow start, had the realisation, 1,000 steps, and then moving forward to where we are right here and now, 16th of September, 2021. What, what's been the biggest break breakthroughs or takeaways? Or, or how I know you've spoken about how this has transformed your life, but what, how's RDM played a role in that Like in, in, as a whole? like what, yeah, For you to be here right now, like what's what's changed the most for you? What's reinforced mentally, physically, like, How's it all come together for you? And then where are we going? What's what's next? Well, I think having accountability, having the support. And I suppose once I grew a bit of self-belief in the group, in myself, sorry, um, and I put it on display, you know, I put it on display to the tribe. And then I suppose I didn't want to, I didn't want to let myself down by not, continuing to turn up because I do I do share my philosophies in the group and you know you got to practice what you preach and I think that that's that's what the group's taught me is if if I'm going to open my mouth I've got to turn around and do what I say I'm going to do it's given me that accountability to myself you know it doesn't matter so I suppose I stuff to anybody if I don't do what I don't say I'm going to do but because I've grown that accountability to myself it does matter, and myself, myself beliefs have, have made me keep keep pushing forward there. Um, and I think the, the growth of the group, mate, and I suppose you showed so much faith in me to get me going. I don't want to let you down. I want to, you know, I was one of the early, earlier blokes getting going. And I'm, you know, there's a lot of blokes that have dropped off. I don't want to let you down. You know, I want to, I want to help you market RDM and HPF, mate, because I I know what change it's made for me in my life. Um how has it done it? I think the how is is, is the accountability, Al. It really is. Because I say you, you haven't done anything for me, as such, but you've given me tools for me to do, to use to to better myself. Where in the future, caretaker of the ADM Ranch, I don't have to paint the roof in that buddy in that office now, mate. You've already done that. <laughs> <laughs> two coats. I did two coats, <laughs> mate. You'd be proud of me. I didn't want him, but I thought, fuck, I better – he's going to see the ceiling one day. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was going to stop on the way up here, but I was too scared of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, the ranch the ranch will be will be real, man. It'll be a, it'll be an incredible um, – I don't think it'll be a 
a pivot by any means. I love what we do, but I think it's just going to be a, a valuable add-on that may become a core part of us. So even though this is the core, it could definitely work hand in hand. Well, you know what, let's let's get fathers, maybe sometimes fathers and families, but let's get fathers off the grid, reconnecting with themselves, stopping. The greatest change that happens, Benny, as you well know, being on the inside with us and for you guys listening or watching, it's when you just stop the world and live in the now. That doesn't mean you do it every single day every single minute of every single day. Like we're not leopards laying out under the sun in Africa or, or children just running around mindlessly for six hours out in the backyard, not a care in the world. There are different responsibilities and duties and obligations. Foresight, vision can be a powerful thing, but it's when you just stop the whole world, slow down, bring it back to center, which is now, there's a sense of calm and peace again for the man, Ben. And like you said, the noise of life. I really like how you, how you, coin that actually because that that's what it is when when the kids are too noisy or they're jumping all over me which i do love but at times when it's it's, it's not great or if it's early morning and when my sensory perceptions so my my eyes my ears my body you know when they're all getting like pushed into overdrive coupled with mental stress the noise of life man like it's it's buckling this is what we want to do let's bring men into our sanctuary and have this as a place to go look this is your follow-up to start untying some of those knots. This is you following through. Let's start untying some of those knots that you've probably tied up for fucking years. But the way that we work is we're going to help you untie them in a great way, quicker than what you did doing them, but in a way that's going to be sustainable to carry you through. And, mate, I think, well, how could there not be a spot there for Mr. Henry on the ranch? So, you know? <laughs> yeah, it, it, what you are saying just there, Al, you know, you're saying that you, with your, your senses and stuff like that with the kids jumping over you and and – if there wasn't that outside noise in life, those little things wouldn't wouldn't affect you, you know. Like, and, and it's the and it's, it's it. That's why I say the outside, because it, you got your inner inner sanctum, which you know for you you got your family and your inner sanctum you can usually handle, even though sometimes you do want to throttle. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's it's the outside noise. It's it's the I've got to do the 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 things that are pressuring you, the the deadlines, the other things that, that create you know, that, that lower level of um of, of temper or however trying to the word you know a lower a lower level of um of way you can deal with things you know mm. and that's where I do like like when you talk about see when you talk about accountability I, I see it as and I've always I think I've always said this there's two types and. Funnily enough, you're right. They're both actually you. But the first type is accountability to yourself. But the second type is accountability to yourself through someone else. Yes. You know, so you're accountable to Al. Yeah, sure. Well, actually, you're accountable to yourself. So <clears throat> you do it for, your sam- for, for yourself through doing it for your family. You do it for yourself through doing it for the tribe. And that's what I love about it. It's like we are simply a vessel for Ben Henry to channel through some time and energy, which is his investment, back into himself. So in the future, the future Ben Henry can have better quality time and energy it's a very simple formula man like that's like when we look at that that that's what it is but um you know it's it's uh it's something very few men get to experience which which is it's life we we get that it's 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 hard but um the reason why they don't is because they don't take that step you know you've stepped into an unknown you've made it a known like i'm I'm clearly a, a big unknown mate you know you know, when I first when I first looked at it, I suppose the biggest thing for me is when I rang, I was lucky enough, I you know, I spoke to you, you know, like fuck, that's the same bloke that's on the telly. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not talking to a call centre in Japan, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's true was- though. Yeah. There's so much noise and shit out there, mate. Like it's, you know, um, and I get that on some of my ads, snake oil, this and that and that. And it's, I don't, I don't get triggered from that stuff. I, I used to, but probably the last 12 months, I'm just so certain in what we do and know what we do. And that's why I love the tribe because we've got so many runs of the board and results with fellas like yourself. It's like, ah, oh, man, that's your trigger and your perception. Cool. That's your opinion. Well, no worries. But how's that moving you forward in life by, instead of just passing through one of my ads, if you don't connect, you're stopping and, and then you're reading and then you're writing and, you know, it, it's pretty clear that I'm a real, real person. I'm not in a yacht off in the Bahamas sending emails, and I'm not a Nigerian prince, Ben, sending you an email. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not, 
Oh, the Italian prince, mate. That's why. The Italian, yeah, yeah, bloody hell. yeah, bloody wogs. How many vows do they want in their last names, Ranieri? <laughs> it's it's awesome having you on, mate. I guess you know the point of these sessions and these episodes, which I haven't done one for a while with a member, but ah, oh, man, I just feel feelings drive us in life Ben but then we reinforce with facts but that doesn't mean feelings aren't important and and this is what I love like I literally have had goosebumps three times in our session here and I just love it man it's it's this is real this is it's not reality tv isn't real that's fucking bullshit like things you see on tv aren't real even like sport to a degree is probably the realest thing you may get by watching it on television but ultimately it's still not a reality of an entire lifespan because you see athletes on the pedestal and then their life turns to shit and they fall apart in the other key areas of their life. And then they're nothing and nobody from 40 on for the next 40 years. So yeah, you don't see them, hear them or this, this or is anything. real, but you know, yeah. this is reality. And I, and I really love this because it grounds and centers me to going, this is my world. You know, this is our world. It, you know, we're not here to try and change the lives of 2 billion dads. It's not about that. It's going, this is our message. This is where we align. When dads win, everyone wins. This is how we can move you forward in life. This is the process. This is how to help you value yourself again, help you build a legacy. So when we're all dead, you're still living through your children. This is evolution. But so the point of these is never as a call to action to say, hey, awesome story, Ben. Tell the guys to click on and sign up and give our money. Like with respect, we do very well with our advertising. We have a great message and it's attractive. So we're not here to chase or push or pressure or sell anyone. But what I do love is in these circumstances, you offering some food for thought and advice. If there's a father listening to this or watching this, Benny, again, doesn't mean, hey, give Al a call. I know that's what you probably want to say, but um, what's some advice you'd offer him if he's in the pit, he's stuck, he's he's a bit run down. Like what's something you could offer in your wisdom because you're living proof of change and transformation to help him get his wheels going again and help him get in the right direction, mate? What, what are your thoughts? What would you say to him? Don't ring Al, ring Drew. And... <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'd definitely, mate, if, if anyone is you know, not sure about this or, or you know, humming and harring. Speak to the guys, like, because, you know, if you don't pick up the phone call and make a call, you can make your own choice then. And you've got to dive into it. If if you pick up the phone and, and I suppose... The biggest thing that I can say to anyone is change your environment and get into this group to change your environment because it's not a cult. It's not, as you say, he's not a prince from Nigeria. It's real. And as the name states, real dad movement. It's real blokes with real dramas that don't judge you. And I suppose when it has changed a life like it has with mine, and I don't think anything else could have changed life. I'd spoken to psychologists. I'd spoken to counsellors, and they helped, but they didn't save my life. And this is this hasn't saved my life, I suppose, either, Al, but it, it has completely changed my life. It's given me tools to realise that for me to get any healthier, I had to eat better. So there's help with nutrition. There's help with your exercise. There's help with your mobility of your body. And there's a tribe of blokes around that support you. So if you've got a doubt, don't doubt it. Make the right choice and get on board to anyone. Say like There's more than just blokes, you know. It's a pity you didn't have... A more bigger entourage, Al, because you can take women, you can take children, you you know, older people, younger people. There's so many people that need what we're doing, mate, really. Mm. Yeah, couldn't agree more, man, when it comes to what I love is how this brings the needle back for fathers to centre to go, hey, we've actually got something to help the man because he has been forgotten for decades. We we, we can see that with whether it's emotional, whether it's actions, yeah. But, um. You know, 
I like the way you put that. And you know what? It's interesting. When we talk about saving life, you don't want to save that old life. What we've done is we've helped Ben Henry create a new life. That's the yeah. thing. And I've never said that before. That's actually a revelation I just got from you then, man. I'm like, saving life. So, well, you don't want to save. It's a life you're not happy with. Let's fuck that off. Let's actually shed the skin. Let's 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 kill off the older version and, and create a, a new life. And we, we I don't have anything against different types of, of coaches or counselors or soccer. But, when guys come on board, they've fucking got us, mate, for 365 days. That's, that's a given. Like, you know, the next, uh, what do you, the time's at? 6,084 hours, I think it is. Uh, you're you're in the family. You know, game on. <laughs> that is a munchie here, mate. You do. You feel like family. Huh? Like, you know that if you're in strife, you can pick up the phone and, and call any of the other blokes in the tribe. Or if someone's down... Or, you know, I've had times there where I've been a bit distant. I've had three or four phone calls, numerous messages from, from members of the, of, the, of the group checking up on me. You know, I've never had mates in my life do that. I have, but not to the extent that I've had in this group. That actually, back from blokes who actually care, that you can actually tell them what's wrong if there is something wrong. You know, and, you know, half the blokes I grew up with, if I told them half, you know, a drum that I'd had, they'd think I was trying to pick them up or think I'd turn queer or something like that, mate, you know, because that was just the mentality they had. Whereas everyone here's got the same mentality if they want to they want to grow. Hmm. And man, I've grown. It's a very powerful word. I I, I know in terms of uh, the psychology of performance coaches, life coaches, different people. They use that word growth, but it, it is. It, it's part of our makeup, Ben. Like as human beings, we are here to create and, and we are, I don't know if progressive is the word, but we're here to continually improve our circuit. We're here to grow. Like yeah. deep down your intuition, when you put that to the side and keep using your brain to stay in a state of being a victim or fear and being driven by that, you'll, you'll never grow. And you are either growing or dying, not just at a physiological point of view. Um, you know, I'm not going to be the athlete I was when I was 20, but also in terms of my energy expression and leadership and the ripple effect of impact and change for life, completely do. I'd, I'd kill I'd kill that bloke in heartbeat, eat him alive. So the game keeps changing, but, mate, yeah, growth, spot on. Couldn't agree more. And, you know, I appreciate you saying that sort of stuff too, Ben. I'm not here with an insecurity of those who aren't part of the group to think, Ah, this is a guy who's just got a a podcast and and he's got a he's got a program and or he just wants money or we got a fuckload of free things. Take them, take it all. Like it's not it's it's this is this is the value, isn't it, Ben? It's actually the the human connection. That's the time, which some people don't understand when they want me to leave my family, and my three children to come and coach them for free. I don't quite understand that. It doesn't really make sense to me. But the guys on the inside, game on. They're in. You know that. I have bled and do bleed for you, men because it's worth it. Uh, it's It gives me a level of fulfillment that my wife and children can't give me. That's why we have family self and service, Ben. There's a level of fulfillment and significance I'm getting with you right now that my children can't give me. It's a different type. My wife can't give me. It's a different type. I can't give myself. It's a different type. It's actually, it, it's connection. That is, mate. It is. But, um, it's been awesome having you on, mate. And I, I'm, I'm humbled to be part of your journey. And just really relishing the opportunity to continually see who Ben Henry becomes in that next version. And it's awesome to be part of that, mate. And and I thank you for it. But is there anything else that you wanted to share or add, mate, as we wrap this up? I hope you guys have enjoyed this as well. It's been very powerful. No, I just, yeah, just, I love, love everyone in the group, mate. You know, yourself, Drew, a couple of coaches. I love where I am in life. And I just, I just can't wait to see what I can create. I'll see where I can get, you know, because going from pushing up daisies, which what I was, you know, would have been doing now if I hadn't been on the old course. Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. And yeah, I hope to be part of part of your your life for a lot longer yet, mate. Yes, right. Just come come hunting me down, mate, and wake up and I just have a big cuddle one day. There he is. <laughs> no, I'm not like that. I'm like that comes stalking you, don't worry. <laughs> we get a, yeah, we get a hell of a <laughs> Yeah, had a couple of stalkers. wonder if they're listening to this. Um, 
Well, if they are, mate, I'll come and get them. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my defence, my crew, my security, security <laughs> intel, Mr. Henry. Awesome, awesome episode, mate. I really enjoyed doing this with you and, and thank you for giving your time and sharing your story. There's some pretty very raw things that you've opened up and shared and that's even more of a bigger sign of how much you've, like I said before, transcended that, that version of who you were and uh, it's it's exciting, man. It's what makes life life and life should be a gift and meaningful and have purpose and you're the living embodiment of that, mate, so thank you. No, thank you, mate, and I have. I've got purpose in life, Alan. I thank you for that. Mm. Enough purpose, mate. You're a legend, mate. I hope you guys enjoyed this, and uh, I really did. This has really hit hit home for knowing that it's worth it to go through the hard times, but knowing that there is light at the end of the tunnel when, when you don't go it alone, when you have the right people in your corner, and when you do position yourself to, yeah, to get out of your own way and go, you know what? How's the time? It's actually, it's my life. I, I won't get this time back. I'm going to use it anyway. I may as well use it with something that's going to help me level up myself. Everyone else will win. Of course, your children, your wife, your work or business, everything else will win. But when dads win, that's how we do it. Everyone wins. Thanks, Benny. You all win. Thanks, Al. No, it's been great, mate. 1,000 minutes a day. It's a lot. But when you're wasted on shit that doesn't serve you or move yourself or your family forward, you are bleeding the most valuable resource that you and I never get back. How much time do you think you have? And how much quality do you think you've had? Don't be a fool like the masses, thinking you'll cheat the system or get round to it one day or worse, just accepting life and sinking back into a slumber of regret. This is your moment, your time. You're cut from a different cloth, you have the hunger and desire to be more and live more. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. So stand up, find the golden nuggets in this episode you just listened to, and align immediate action with them and where you want to go. You are worthy. This is your life. You are the king. And this is your kingdom. Now go and claim it by showing, not telling. And be the real leader you and I both know you were born to be.